This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Another Star Wars podcast presents We Have Spoken, a.k.a. Transforming into Bob, or the book of Boba Fett. Welcome to Bob. We're back. Sean, Mike, and Damien going to bring every episode to you, all seven of them, to your eardrums, to your eyesight. New this season, we're going to bring this podcast to video. Check out YouTube at another Star Wars channel. You can find all the links at bio.link backslash extra techie. Make sure you follow extra techie on all the socials. Check out the bio.link for all of the relevant links. And of course, make sure you follow Mike and Damien on the socials. If you choose, check out Casa de Dupree, an up and coming channel about all sorts of things. Nerdy Damien does a good job but enough about that we're here to tackle the book of boba fett a disney plus series veering off from the Mandoverse and hopefully coming back to it as we patiently await mandalorian season three listen up as we tackle each episode talk hot takes and of course give you our one sentence summary sit back Relax, grab a drink, and let's do this thing. We have a bounty hunter to catch up with, and from what I hear, he's pretty legendary. Welcome, everybody, back. It's a quick turnaround from just our first Bob episode just a few days ago. It's 1230, 2021, on the Eve Eve, Eve squared of the new year. New, new you, new me, new pod right set set some resolutions here so we're back again hey i hope you were able to check uh, check us out on youtube and actually see our faces and expressions and our blank stares at each other as we're trying to get used to this whole new format um i was coughing up a storm i had to remember that i was on camera i know mike was coughing up a storm we have cough buttons the only one who really dressed up tonight is damien so thank you for wearing um green and and repping the birds today damien how we do this is uh i'm still wearing the same shirt from the prediction (laughs) episode that's like my my bedtime shirt so once we're done here the little lego uh sherpa comes right off and i'm in bed i'm good to go but yeah yeah doing pretty good i got two watches in of the uh the book of bob bob's burgers and um can't wait to talk about it your your shirt that you're wearing has more continuity than the sequel trilogy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it stinks just as oh, much my. oh boy oh, oh boy we are I, don't, I don't sweat weird. that much and i wear deodorant we... and i shower so i'm good <laughs> okay uh mike <laughs> let's throw it over to you sir how we do i mean speaking of showering i haven't showered at all this christmas break <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever man Dude. you do what you gotta do right i'm all right i smell fine yeah um <laughs> I also have uh, my two watches in of Baba Fett. Uh, and yeah, just, just here to have a good time, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We have, we've had long days ahead. And of course, I'm Sean, the, the host of uh, 
another Star Wars podcast point of view thing. And um, yeah, we're on. We're going to be on the YouTube. We're going to be on what, which was interesting. I was telling the boys here is that when you upload a video to Anchor, you can then watch the video on Spotify, which I found to be very interesting. Uh, it's in beta right now, so the analytics on it is not is is interesting, but. You can watch and uh, whenever you want and listen back. So hopefully, now that we have a week to breathe, you'll have an opportunity to give uh, this episode a listen. And then go check out the prequel episode from before, and you get a little uh, idea of where we thought the show was going to go. And at the uh, at the offset of uh, what we thought, it's completely changed only in a day, which is kind of interesting. So I also have two watches. I watched in the morning uh, with, with the pup. Uh, I, I've been watching with subtitles on just because that's kind of what I've been doing. And then I watched it this morning uh, by myself nicely, and I was able to capture some audio, capture some screenshots. I posted a screenshot to uh, Twitter because one of my one of my buddies from the Red 5 Network, shout out to the Red 5 Network, another Star Wars uh, podcast thing, media content, is part of that. Uh, he, sa- he said that the, the show, uh, the, the Disney Plus shows have not been cinematic enough for him. And I said, I don't know what that means. Like, what does what does cinematic mean? And he goes, like, big shots, wide shots, long shots, like the shots that establish the environment. He feels like it's like fan service right now. So if you go on to Twitter and check out at ASWPOV, I posted a screenshot of Mos Espa. And I don't know if you caught it, but like it's it's a crazy looking shot. Like the real estate on Tatooine is popping interest rates are low is this because java's gone you know what i mean that people are flocking to mos espa do people really love sand gentrification dude yeah i don't know i don't know what it is but it's very very interesting so cinematically i i trolled him on the internet and said is this cinematic enough for you because it's literally that that shot of mos espa is more dense than the amount of ships at the end of the rise of skywalker i will submit even some of the the uh the rooftop, like awesome, uh, nin- American Ninja Warrior shots. <laughs> yes, yes. Like yes. Th- it, they panned out, and you saw a lot of Mos Espa in those. For shots. sure, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely lots. There's lots to look at. Definitely, there's definitely lots to look at. So, how does Bob work? Well, it's going to work work very similarly to the We Have Spoken agenda. Uh, we're we have, we're in the middle of our opening and introduction right now. Uh, we're going to uh, recap the episode really quick. You've already watched it. You, you're obviously not going to listen to this without watching it. You're here for the goodies. You're here for the gushers. <laughs> no one, you've already ate your dinner. Now you're here for the snacks. All right. We're going to go through our top moments, our, our bottom moments, aka list of grievances, uh, things that don't make the top or the bottom, our noticements, things that we noticed that you may have not noticed. Uh, we will talk about our one sentence summary, which is always fun. Uh, We recorded a seven-minute little segment of predictions from the past episode, uh, which may or may not align, and we'll talk about that. And then we'll predict for Chapter 2, and uh, we'll move along with uh, our episode. So yeah, that's going to be our agenda. It will probably only be 92 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. That is not true at all. So in my watch today... I was able to get a little time stampy. I, I sort of broke down the episode. It is, it's, there's three major parts of this episode 
Uh, there's from some zero minutes to 12 minutes. It takes place in the past from 12 minutes to, to 25 minute mark. It takes place in the present. And then from the 25 minute mark to the 34 minute mark, it goes back to the past. So uh, real loosely, it goes from flashback Camino to Geonosis to the Sarlacc to Jabba has taken his armor to the Sand People, him becoming a prisoner. And it sort of leaves us off there. He gets woken up by Fennec. Uh, he's out of the back of the tank. He gets dressed. Uh, there's a tribute section of uh, the, the episode. They go to a casino. They're walking the streets. They get attacked by a street gang of American ninja warriors. Uh, and then he goes right back into the back of the tank, which then causes the other side of the past to occur which turns out to be uh, an interesting scene of him going out with a child Tuscan Raider to find water. There's a swoop. I like the swoop gang bike. We'll talk about that. But a swoop bike, a swoop bike gang will, uh, um, with their little symbol. That should, I'm sure that'll be meaning something a little bit later. And then uh, they get attacked by a monster that I've never seen before. I don't know if anybody... I, I, I searched it, couldn't find anything, but we'll talk about it. And he earns the respect of the Sand People. And that's how the episode ends, quite quite frankly. Uh, no, no real cliffhanger-ish. No real cliffhanger. So between all of that, we have our top three moments, right, of the episode. And then we'll sort of just go off of our thought process. Okay, so oftentimes with these, we... Uh, try to go back and forth because if we go top three in a row, somebody's going to step on somebody else's toes and we have to scramble. And then sometimes, most of the times, we have a duplicate. So we'll do this one at a time. So, Mr. Mike, you are up first. Give us your, give us one of your top moments from the episode, please. Uh, I will save the top, top because I feel like there was an episode that we did of we have spoken where I feel like we all had the same top yeah. moment where yeah. we're like, let's just hang on to that and save it for yeah. the end. And one of my top moments was the Iron Man like scene where the armor is going on. That's from one the of my droids. <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> that was and, and I think we've talked about it before with on, we have spoken with, Favreau, there are a lot of connections to what he's done with Iron Man. And I think it was one of those, I think it was the episode with the, uh, with the, uh, the episode where Boba Fett actually showed up hmm. in Mandalorian when the, the dark troopers are coming down and it was very Iron Man-esque. Yes, 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 yes. With and, the explosions in the background and yes. him walking away from it and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And Favreau does, even though Rodriguez directed it, I'm, Favreau yeah. has his hand in the pot with this. For sure. He, he wrote it and he was like, no, I want you to do Iron Man stuff with this right now. And <laughs> the fact that all the droids are just putting all the armor on them was such a cool shot. I, I loved the Iron hey, Man. You know why? You know how much I loved it too. It's our first sounder. <laughs> I 
I love it so much. I love the music. The I love awesome. the dramatic, dramatis of it. And I want to play that on blast when Kate is getting ready for school. <laughs> Get your shoes on. We got to go. Putting the thermos in the lunchbox. Putting on the backpack. Great moment. I totally agree with you. It, 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 it absolutely. I literally wrote dressing up like Iron Man. Yeah, All right. There's so that, that that's probably there, the that, best music of the episode too. Because agreed, I was Super so imposing. pumped for the music after hearing the music in uh, the yeah. episode of Mandalorian, where the boom ba dum ba dum. There's did you catch? There's a very small part of it during the episode. Yes, I do. Very, I think when they're walking into the city, there's a very small part of it. Yes, and the, it's slowed down, so it's like oh, this yeah. is our walking music now, and. <laughs> I I walk on my own two feet. <laughs> I don't need a litter. <laughs> Dames. Did, did that first off, did that make your list? If not, that's okay too. So that did. Um but yes. not not at third. Um ah. third for me was everybody's favorite musician making his return, Max Rudo. Yes. I was so excited to see that. I was like, all right, good for Max. Like, you know, him and the other guy are just like, you know what? Let's, you know, let's break away from the rest of the band and just kind of do our own thing for a little bit. You know, it's like the Beatles or the Avengers. Yes. Um, That was just neat. It it was a quick second, but it was just cool to see like Max Rebo alive and well doing his thing. So you said that in our Instagram group chat. And I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, I couldn't couldn't place it, and then I watched it again, and I was like, "Rebo, that's what he's talking about." I got it, and of course, watching it on uh, with subtitles, it literally said, "Cantina theme variation." Yeah, so I was it, like it, the remix. Yeah, Max yeah. back with the remix. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, very nice, very nice. All right, uh, one of my favorite scenes uh, <laughs> is the. Mayor's major domo. What a jerk. Wow. <laughs> He's the best ever. And I completely loved his attitude because <laughs> he's such a politician. Apologies. Uh, uh, apologies and understanding. And like he's using vernacular. He's trying to like he's trying to sweet talk like intelligence over over there. Uh, our good friend Fett. And um, it's a longer clip. It's about two minutes. So hang on tight. But here is that entire segment with the mayor, Major Domo. The mayor's Major Domo, actually. We were told the mayor was coming to pay tribute. Ah, Indeed, yes. With apologies, I understand how one might draw such a conclusion from the correspondence. Very well. Extend my greetings and appreciation of the mayor's tribute. Another understandable misunderstanding the uh only tribute i bear is the mayor's heartfelt welcome which i express in his stead so you bring no tribute the mayor's heartfelt welcome and regrets that he's been drawn away by pressing matters milady if he had spoken such insolence to java he'd have fed you to his menagerie Apologies. Apologies. Tell the mayor I'm here now. He knows. Yes, he knows. 
Perhaps another time. Next. Actually, there is one other matter, if I may. What is it? The matter of tribute. I'm confused. He wants you to pay him. What? I'm the crime lord. He's supposed to pay me. Shall I kill him? He works for the mayor. Is that a no? That's a no. Lord Fett offers the gift of your leave unmolested. Hmm. Apologies and appreciation. The mayor may take it differently, but I shall indeed convey your sentiment. I would not be surprised if you received another delegation in the near future. Keep an eye on that one. I keep an eye on everyone. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yes. So good. Uh, he's such a slippery snake. Oh, so yeah. slimy. So it's slimy. So good. So good. So then, uh, you know, it obviously leads us to the question of the mayor's, the mayor appears to be our major uh, game conflict. Right, our final boss. And who could that mayor be? It's not the Trandoshans, right? It's not the Aqualish. It's not that. Uh, who could he, you know, who knows? Who knows who, who it could be at this time? Um, but I'm interested to see that. So we'll talk, we'll talk more predictions on the mayor, I'm sure, a little bit later. Uh, so yeah, so I had Major Domo. He was number number two on my list for sure. All right, so that we swing that back to Mike. What you got? Um, I have the scene, just the shot. Like one of my top moments was the shot of Boba on top of the unknown sand monster. Cool. Uh, with the sun behind, like him, just like rising like a phoenix from the ashes, killing this sand monster. Who I did extensive Google research, and by extensive, I mean I googled. Boba Fett episode, a book of Boba Fett episode <laughs> one sand monster name and came up with nothing. And I, with that whole, I also like the symbolism of mm. him choking out the sand monster the same way Jabba got choked out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I went one step further on the research. I screen capped the monster in full Machamp mode. <laughs> I can't even take credit for that because I saw. Okay, so I, I saw that on Reddit, and I I took the picture of the monster and Google image searched it, and nothing came up. Not a not a damn thing. For a second, I thought it was one of the creatures of the Jarek, the Hollow Chess, mm -hmm. and that would have been a. I don't know. I mean, I'm a stupid idiot when it comes to Star Wars. But what a great little Easter egg that would have been if it was one of those monsters that we've we've always seen it hiding in plain sight, but it wasn't. It is a, an unknown Tatooine sand monster, Pokemon champ gone wrong. When I saw the uh, the little claws when he, they were like digging out the claws, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a Rancor." Mm. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, Rank Rancor came up in Google Images. I think that was the only only thing the database could like find on star wars and that monster so just crazy he looked like yeah. goro meets machamp meets a minotaur 
like but I, I don't know. I have so many questions. Like how he was just like sleeping underneath the sand, like <laughs> I, like just chilling. And then the Rodian wakes him up and all of a sudden he's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I gotta like, you know, eat and kill people and stuff. That Rodian got double fisted jerk <laughs> into the sand and is inst- instant kill. <laughs> Did you see his hands? Oh. <laughs> hands coming out. It was like Ugh. <laughs> oh. oh, that that Rodian, that the, the couple well, two things. <laughs> Everybody deserved one, what he got. One thing, one thing about the, the, the sand monster, walking on all fours and then still having two arms to destroy things was, <laughs> is terrifying. Two things. Uh, number two, the costume for the Rodian. Did you notice when I, I, I'm skipping in the noticements because I don't care That's fine. anymore. We can. When the, the Rodian was digging the hands were like <laughs> rubbering back, <laughs> like it, they, the, Not whoever, good diggers. whoever was in that Rodian costume could not put their fingers into the Rodian fingers. Yeah, and the fingers are just flipping back, and you're just. I, I guess I'll just mash together and see if anyone notices. I noticed. I, how- <laughs> How stupid was that scene of digging? I hated it oh, so much. And it didn't even... Every time he found a stupid thing of water, he's like, oh, look at me. Yeah. I'm like, shut up, dude. You could have got out of here. You could have got off world. I, there was a kid. It was a kid. Yeah. Right. What's going on here? I don't understand. Rogan okay. definitely had some like daddy issues or something. Just needed approval from somebody. Even a... Uh, For sure. A Tuscan Raider or Sand Person. What is Tuscan Raider or Sand People? Like what? Tuscan Raider. Okay. Both. I, I do, I've above. always done I've, I've, like Tuscan Raider for me, but yeah, I mean, it's a kid and you're just like, Hey, look at me. I got water. Like terrible. Look, child. Yeah. Are you yeah. proud of me? Child. Easy youngling. Easy youngling. I need some water. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah, so that's a, uh, that's a, uh, not a great moment, but we have a few more top moments here. James, uh, anything you want to mention? So, yeah, I mean, my number one for me was just what we've been waiting to see since 1983 is how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Or I guess technically since Mandalorian, how he got out of the Sarlacc pit, because we never knew. I mean, there was there was a, def- a couple different like comics out there where there was like mm-hmm. two kids that fell in there with him and heard him screaming like a girl and they like bribed him that they'd help him get him out or something like this was just Boba Fett, like to a T he punches a hole through like through the intestinal wall, just like goes to town with his flame fro- flame thrower, just crawls out. Like that was pretty cool. Um, and seeing yeah. the stormtrooper in there was like, w- cause we didn't see any stormtroopers fall in there. Mm-hmm. So like, how long was that guy in there digesting? Like, right. It's gross. But um, that for me was my number one. Cause that was something everyone wanted to know like how did he actually survive this yeah yeah for me um the, the all the opening scenes uh was the number one between camino to a young boba fett which we sort of talked about that that was going to happen in the prequels uh with me getting daniel logan's name wrong about eight times and then into the sarlacc pit uh you know uh, jabba's barge is just destroyed you know and we it pans down and whatever uh some people online said in Legends there was a book or something like you know Boba Fett does escape in Legends, but 
like when you're in the Sarlacc pit for too long, you suffer from hallucinations. And he has sort of had to fight himself and escape at the same time. So I, I think some of the Legends people were a little butthurt about it because it was a quick escape. You know, it was, it, for me, it was a little cheap. It wasn't un, like, all of a sudden, why didn't he just jetpack out? I don't like, just go up. Well, Sean, wasn't there a, another legend where there was a stormtrooper down there who was still alive with him? I think that's and, where I think that's what we're talking about. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, he, I think he tricked the t- stormtrooper to activate his jetpack, and he popped on out oh, of there. That's cool. Yeah, that's that for me. That would be that would make more sense because, like, from what I was reading, that was yeah. one of the that was the legend that I was reading. Okay, there was yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there was another where he like somehow communicated with the Sarlacc itself. And it was something mm-hmm. similar to what you were saying, Mike. Yeah, I think we're yeah, I think we're all right, right, right inside uh, the the ballpark. So there, I mean, so. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, I don't. I wish it was longer. It was cool. Yeah, but I do wish it was a little bit more longer. Like I could have done with less, like being dragged in the sand and more, like how did he just pop out of this random spot of sand? Like I want to see like the crawl that like how he gets from the intestinal wall like out there. You've never seen Kill Bill. Oh yeah, I have. Where Uma Thurman just like <laughs> up to the top. Beautiful. Well, Beautiful. I wanted Someone to see that. that. <laughs> just with Tempora yeah, Morrison jumping out there. Also, wasn't the Sarlacc dead? Hmm. In I think I read in Legend the Sarlacc was dead. And I I feel I feel like I heard that before. That and he may have killed off the the central nerve of it, which then sort of reduces the acid. There's still acid, but maybe it's redu- like there's no production of it, so whatever's there is there. So that's that's yeah, maybe. Also, I'm not a scientist; I'm just a science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but if something is that acidic, if you're like firing through that. Aren't you just going to set everything and yourself on fire? Uh, I, you know what? Uh, when 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 my uh, pasta gravy is too acidic, I add red wine to it. That's <laughs> about it. That's about all I know. I just take a tums, and I'm I'm usually good to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just he they wanted to get the story started, and I get that. I, I do believe they dropped the ball on the Sarlacc moment for me. Yes. Uh, it was a little boring and. Not it just like let it was a letdown for me. Like I would have, I would have appreciated even a, a lengthy, like you said, less sand dragging, and more back to tank, P, P, uh, PTSD flashbacks to Camino, flashbacks to Geonosis, flashback to you know him getting hit, and then the end of the episode is him escaping the Sarlacc like that. That almost and yeah. they could have done everything the same. They they, they, they rushed between, it. You know, I, I feel like they, they rushed it. So um, anybody else, any of uh, top moments? Mike, did we get to your top top? Well, I, I just wanted to continue talking about this, that Patton o- yeah. Oswalt in, you know, 2014, 2015 <laughs> yeah, yeah. predicted this on uh, on Parks and Rec. Yeah. Where <laughs> literally shot for shot talks. <laughs> he says it's what it, episode. um uh what episode seven 
yeah. would be how it would start. But no, it starts the Book of Boba Fett, where he he pops out of the sand, and like I'm like, oh my god, this is shot. I, I listened to yeah. it again today, and it is shot for shot of what Patton Oswalt <laughs> described in 2014, 2015 on Parks and Rec. And in my mind, I was like, let me do some deep diving. Let me see, like if yeah. like Robert Rodriguez happened to episode happened to direct an episode of Parks and Rec, and specifically that episode. Yeah, let me see if anybody from like Tamora Morrison, if ming na wen was in this episode no the episode was directed by amy poehler who has nothing to do with the star wars universe universe <laughs> you know <laughs> pro- produced by mike sure who you know office parks and rec yep brooklyn 99 nothing to do with the star wars universe and i'm yeah. like did favreau do this just to mess with us is he boys with pat and oswald and, i don't know man like I mean, I, I feel like something's going to come out within the next couple of days of Patton's like, yeah, I talked to John about this and he thought it was a great idea. So, I mean, Patton Oswald awesome. is now Pip the Troll in the MCU. MCU's mm-hmm. under that Disney umbrella. So really? Maybe he like snuck into some kind of like, some kind of pitch meeting and was like, hey, guys, here's what I think it should go he- down. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the CGI character in the MCU, but just listen to me real quick. Have you seen yeah. season five <laughs> of Parks and Rec? The episode's called Article Two. Watch it. I have some ideas. Yes. Yes. That's it. Enough enough said of that. Yes, indeed. He put yeah, a patent uh... on that idea. Ha-ha. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Maximum initiative. That was a max that's a max initiative <laughs> pun right there. <laughs> okay, okay. Now I know behind the scenes, we definitely had a little trouble, well, thinking of top scenes. Um, before we get into our bottom three, let's just let's just get it on the table right now. The episode wasn't like groundbreaking like episode one of Mandalorian was, right? Yep. And it was a lot of meh, and it's a lot of story building, and I'm, and I'm agreeable to a story building, world building episode. Agreeable to it. Um, maybe they should have did ep one, ep two, drop back, back, back to back, like they did with Hawkeye. I mean, that seems to be a common thing they would have done. Maybe that would have helped maybe quell, uh, the uneven pacing of the episode. For me, it was a little bit of uneven pacing, um, which actually just transitions into one of my bottoms. I just felt like the episode really ramped up in the beginning. And then we went right back into the sand people. And I just didn't like. I already knew what was going to happen. He was going to earn the respect of them somehow. It was a, it's a it was a matter of time of what he did. So I'm glad he did it at the end of this episode. But yeah, the uneven pacing and a little bit of predictability for me uh, in this uh, this episode. Uh, Dames, what about you? A little bit of a, a sour moment. Um. Yeah. I mean, for me, it, it was like it was the same thing. It was just too many flashbacks. Like. Mando did that where we had the flashbacks of like the battle droids and everything mm-hmm. else. We're like, oh, and it was kind of neat because you're like, okay, who's going to rescue him? Like, could it be Obi-Wan? Could it be like somebody of importance? Yeah, Instead, it's just yeah. like a random Mandalorian. But uh, for this, it was just kind of like we already knew what happened. Like, he's carrying the gaffy stick in Mandalorian. So, like, we know that he either beat up one of the Tusken Raiders and took it, or, you know, I guess earned the respect, which I wouldn't have thought that happened. But, um, yeah, for me, the flashbacks were cool, 
but I just I wanted more from the first flashback and less of him with the Tuscan Raiders and digging for water and stuff like that. It, it just it didn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, and even just like the scenes where they're walking around uh, Mos Espa, I'm just kind of like, it was yeah, it was a little, eh. yeah. Your silence tells it all. It's just like there's <laughs> like. Are we desensitized to the Star Wars galaxy to where we're like, this is exactly how it should look like. Now, please impress me with better things. Like, is that it? It's tough, man. It's tough to top Luke Skywalker. I mean, that's that's kind right. of like the bar yeah. right now. And even even uh, Mando episode one or chapter one, we still had that Grogu reveal, which was like, what? Like, there's another one. Right. Of yeah, right. It, it did leave you with a big cliffhanger. It, it was massive. So, I mean, for right now, it's just kind of like, I'm glad Boba's back, but I'm like, I just, I'm kind of, my expectations are a little tempered for where it's going to go. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree. I mean, a cool moment would have been like, if the mayor turns out to be like Kira from Solo. Okay, now you've got my attention. Now you're starting to do the thing where you know, I get the spidey tingle where you're connecting storylines together instead of trying to fit in stuff. Like, I don't know. Um, Mike, what about you? A little bit of a sour moment. Well, I, I want to continue with this where yeah. we're saying, like, I, I do feel the same way of, like, hey, we this is the first episode. You need to come out firing. But I think what made Mando episode one work i think the episode was called the child right or chapter one um was that mando was just a brand new character to the star wars universe din was a brand new character so they need to come out firing boba is already an established character where i think rodriguez favreau said hey we're gonna do this slow build to something great where I do agree that this episode was 100% meh, but I feel this episode was, and, and because they only have seven episodes, we're starting in the middle of Mando seasons, where we have those meh episodes of just story building or going to a planet and accomplishing a mission and then going to another planet. So I think they're starting essentially in the middle instead of at the beginning of Boba Fett. Mm. where I think it's going to be a slow build to something great rather than, oh, we need to introduce this character with something that is going to blow your mind. I think mm. there is going to be something that blows your mind, like you said, like Kira showing up as the mayor. Yes, I think there is going to be something that's going to blow your mind and connect the dots, but I, I understand why they didn't do something mind-blowing episode one. Yeah. Now... I agree. I like I like all the words you just said, and I agree with you. Now, say I'm a new viewer. I don't know anything about Boba Fett, or I know a little bit about him. I know he was in the movies, right? And I'm not on Twitter all day, and I watch this episode, and I go, "Huh, I like that episode." But is he the best bounty hunter in the galaxy according to this encyclopedia? That is one of my bottom three as well. <laughs> Because all I got from him, and it's okay, it's okay to show your feelings, gentlemen. It's totally fine, and I'm not discounting it. <laughs> but my boy was soft the entire episode, and I don't know what they're doing to the character that was revered and feared 
for years in the galaxy. Did he have a moment in the Sarlacc pit of, I should pro... <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like, uh, <laughs> I, I wrote down... I don't know, Dave. Are you are you in agreement to this that it was a little bit of a soft soft Mando? Yeah, hundred percent. It was okay. It wasn't Boba. It, I what's well, Boba, but it just not what I expected. So I have a, a themes themes that I wrote down, which is soft. It all goes around softness. We've got. Did you catch any of that? A little bit of humor, right? With the Oculus. Did you catch any of that? I'll spare your life. Easy, youngling. I do not torture. Speak freely. Alive. He wants the wants that dude alive. By the way, after he just blew him this shit. Right? Bang! And then says, I want him alive. <laughs> what? Okay. And then weird. I worked for him. So like I don't know what kind of like I don't I don't get it. Like Boba Fett is the guy that didn't talk, but you were like, yeah, you don't want to mess with him. Mm-hmm. I think he's talking too much. He's got a little bit of a more of a different personality than I perceived in my brain. You know, like, I, I just feel like it's just it's it's a little off putting for me. And again, I'm not against, you know, uh, sensitivity. But see, I think that's why they have him talking in like four word sentences tops. Yeah. Like, there, there's no fluff with him. It's just like this easy young link. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and in you the, get in the, that. In the casino, in the casino, no, 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 we can do it right here. This won't take long. And I'm like, what is he like? A grandfather walking into a deli? Like, what? <laughs> like, what are we just going on here? I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, any anything on that? Yeah, I mean, so we know from like the MCU that they always like to inject humor, and it, it, there's always jokes. Sometimes they land. Sometimes it's just there to like make it a lightened up little movie and lighten up the situation. And I feel like they're trying to do that with Boba a little bit. Uh, I have a feeling though, and I'll go into this in predictions, but I have a feeling like it's not going to be a long lasting thing, but I just think that maybe he's just been out of the game for a while and he kind of forgets how things go. But at this point, like Fennec is more Boba than Boba. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to kill him? Exactly. (laughs) She was just like, no nonsense. Even like, even like this scene with the Rodian. Rodian, do you want me to cut your bones? Like in Clone Wars, he would have been like, later, I'm getting the hell out of here. Why is he offering help to people? Like, I don't. He has no lease on life because he. I mean, it must. It it must be. The only thing I could think of. Plus, he knows that he can't bend his fingers to untie him untie his restraints so that's why he offered no, to help he him <laughs> i did i did enjoy this um through the aqualish did you catch any of that something about friendship we really need a protocol droid like i've like that for me i did get a laugh out of that, that like, i good. thought that was fun i thought that was funny i thought that landed i thought that hit but like maybe one jokey thing for Boba and less, ge- I don't know, less gentleman. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if people agree with me out there, but it's uh, maybe he's going to be, maybe Fennec goes and that's his hard lesson. 
Yeah. Speaking of Boba being like a human, my my yeah. one of my bottom three of Boba being human was that similar to Mando, he was getting his ass kicked. Mm. And like I under I understand coming out of the Sarlacc pit and you know out of the not just the pit the Sarlacc and you not having food or water, but you yeah. didn't have that carrot energy drink somehow. <laughs> that what the hell was that? Pretty sure um, it was an intense an intestine of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a carrot. <laughs> so, oh my god! So, like, I understand. Well, even that, I don't understand him being the most feared and respected, like bounty hunter of all time, getting his ass kicked by one Tuscan Raider, and then when he's in present Boba Fett, yeah. Him and Fennec, even though, you know, the Sub-Zero Scorpion characters <laughs> had those dope shields that they couldn't penetrate, like, there was only, what, five of them? Five, six of them? Yeah, five, five first, I think six, yeah, yeah. We saw him in Mando take out an entire army of stormtroopers with a gaffy stick. Okay, so that's my point. We were reintroduced to Boba Fett. We listen to it, right? Yeah. Uh, two battalions of stormtroopers, and they they boogie out of there, right? Yep. And it's almost like a completely different character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to and be I think by the Gamorans, which was great, which was which was great, by the way. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was cool too. But Boba Fett, they were done. Yeah, no, they were done. For sure, they, they they were absolutely done uh, without the the piggies, as they've said, the uh, piggies to rescue. That's what I put put down on it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't have any more bottoms other than you know softness, uneven pacing, and predictability to it. Um, anything else that we can add on to that? Uh, Mike is physically raising his hand. I have, did everybody see it? Okay, good. Go ahead. Hold on, you're muted, bro. Do it again. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Whoa, that, whoa, whoa. That was an accident. <laughs> so, I... you're probably <laughs> wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, there's two CGI moments. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That were just absolute garbage to me. One was, I, th- I think the helm was, what's it called, a massive... Yeah, the the uh, subtitles tell me it's some kind of massive. Um, so he was chasing after uh, Boba, and they were running into the desert, and you could clearly tell that it was not a human running, and it was not a dog running, and the dog just jumps up and looks at like it's nowhere near the person running, and they just fall over and end scene. Yeah, bad. I um I didn't notice it on the first one and then I noticed more of how no I can't say how bad night filming was cuz filming in darkness is difficult I was an experienced cinematographer <laughs> filming without light like proper light like moonlight is hard yeah so maybe they did that on purpose like they knew that it had to be dim because it's nighttime so they could sort of try to cheat it and not dump a bunch of resources into a non 
sunny area and, and maybe that's why it looked bad i mean there was a point where did you when he gets knocked out it's like this weird contrasty grainy mm-hmm. like over contrasted picture and it like fades out and i'm like did someone mess up on the editing room or was that on purpose like i didn't know i didn't i don't understand it but like yeah i mean i think there were for me there was a lot more worse than the cgi um aspects of it but yeah if that if that stuck out to you that's no good that's no bueno yep no no way like you're disney get it together bring back claymation and well that's what that's my second one the the sand monster's face looked like it belonged in rudolph claymation (laughs) it like it was weird his body was looked great yeah and then the face was just it just looked like the abominable snowman yeah from Rudolph, hmm. the practical head looked good. Yeah, no, I thought I, I, I didn't. I <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked. I thought it looked really cool. I mean, again, I think my brain was going, "Have I seen this before?" So I don't know if I was like really focusing in. I was trying to figure it out, like as it was happening. Like, where did I see this thing before? But we're, uh, yeah, we're Alan Garner and the Hangover, where like all the references from Star Wars and information are just like flying around, and you're just like. <laughs> confused and now now i'm charlie (laughs) (laughs) happy sylvia (laughs) hear me out (laughs) this is where we're gonna start yeah no uh okay okay all right all right uh dames any any more bottom bottoms no that was that was pretty much it humor all right cgi was pretty bad and too excessive oh you have another one i'm sorry i apologize i would have i would have kept with you let's go Go. let's go keep going it's it was just a it was just one line and it just leaves a sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> and I like every I heard it again today and I was like <laughs> when uh, when they were talking to the the mayor's uh, uh consigliere. Ma- Major Domo. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Fennec Fennec says the gift of your leave unmolested. <laughs> Ooh. Uh... There are so many other words she could have said. Unharmed. That that's one. That's yeah. That's no, that's that's the. I mean, menagerie was a word that stuck out to me. Not that it was like you know like like a bad word or anything, but I was like menagerie. You know, there's a lot of lot of vocab, a lot of vocab I had to look up. Um, I'm not, I'm yeah, not I'm taking my SATs. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Unless it is is maybe poor choice. Not the not the best choice of words that got through that got through the sticking uh yeah i don't know i did like that michael scott like cringe face where he's like like i was just like did you really just say that and it was even worse the second time like you said i was just like oof, oof. i clenched i was like oh god can't do this <laughs> yeah so um thank you i'm not gonna move on until mike says that we're allowed to move on <laughs> Let me, let me. He's got two pages through. over there. He's got, he's got, he's got, he's got double sided. <laughs> and who knows? There can still be low moments in our noticements. And these are just the things, the parts uh, that I, that we noticed. And we'll go, so again, we'll do a little round table talk. Um, I'll start off with some technology. Did you notice the Boston Dynamics evil robot dogs? Yes, I yes. did notice that. I thought that I, was really I cool. Watch, I was like, "That's pretty sweet." <laughs> yeah, then they're 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 real. That's not CGI. Super cool. They're they're coming for you. They're coming for you, Dames. Did you notice anything? Uh, one thing for me that I noticed was kind of the parallel with um, 
Uncle Ben, and, like, in their house, when you see those guys on the speeder bikes just kind of go yeah. in and, like, gangbusters just, like, raid it. I Like, that. that is what I assume pretty much was what happened in New Hope with them um, when, you know, mm. stormtroopers just go there and completely decimate them but they don't do any like gang sign graffiti or anything like that on the building but um... yeah that's an interesting scene and i i don't understand why we saw it i think we're gonna but, see that the, that group at some point but sure um but like I, fitting I, it in like all right they're out in the desert to look for water and hold on one second there's a hut <laughs> <laughs> wait I, a second <laughs> i think it's going to connect to uh to Cobb, which we I Ooh. completely forgot about Cobb. Um, oh, yeah. He was he was fighting those same Mos Pelo. Yeah, <laughs> he was fighting those same type of dudes in yeah. Mos Pelo, and I think it's going to connect to uh, to Cobb Vanth, which is why hmm. they showed the Jawas taking his armor, not just uh, not just to show that like oh he got oh that's right. I, I had my timelines mixed up. Yeah. It's that's not, not present. That's past. Yeah. Okay. All right. That'd See, if they if they're willing to continue that thread to get to Cobb, I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, I think I think that's going to connect to Cobb. So I kind of understand okay. why they did that. Also, I <clears> thought <throat> I was like, is that Uncle Owen's place? <laughs> it did look very very fresh. Yes. I mean, it could have been. Could have just been re, you know refurnished and uh, hmm. yeah. repair. I mean. How many moisture farms are on Tatooine? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very, very, very interesting. Everything. Okay, Mr. Mike, what did you notice? I noticed this. I, I never noticed it before, so I don't know if it was actually a thing uh, in the, not even in the show, the opening, before you even get to the opening credits, when it shows all the like helmets and faces. Yeah, they added I, to. I finally noticed, I, I noticed this time, uh, Fenix. Yep shields nice. which i was like that's pretty sweet yeah yeah they're doing a good job tell that daughter to keep it down back there damien we can hear everything in there i know i'm, I'm hitting the mute button as i as i hear it <laughs> no, like, no. Okay, we heard we everybody heard everybody on youtube heard it, it doesn't matter <laughs> um yeah no i like the i i do like first off there's nothing will ever top the marvel opening never ever never it will, it will never be top maybe Bond is iconic, but it's not as exciting as when Marvel opens. And I'm glad that Star Wars found a way to get away from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away mm -hmm. and do a little bit something different. And but also also it's been changing, just like the Marvel one has changed. By the way, go back in time and watch original uh, Avengers trailer on YouTube from like 2012. Mm -hmm. And then watch something from today, and it's like, man, is the tone different. I'll tell you, <laughs> it is bad. It is bad, but also good. And then read the comments and have yourself a jolly old time because it is wonderful. <laughs> um, I, the, the Republic credits were were a plenty. Oh is something yeah. I noticed for sure. Oh, was swimming. Too. So what's interesting about the uh, the New Republic credits is that the crest of the New Republic credits is in this book and this is a high republic book it's the star wars uh, official timeline if you follow the, the the new stuff and uh the new republic crest looks like this right right in the middle there with the dots around the uh, i think it's not a rising phoenix or something like that that's what they call it or some some kind of uh, whatever the rebel crest is and um i just love those little connection points especially when 
you start looking at High Republic, which I'm very excited for coming soon to a galaxy near you. Uh, but yeah, the Republic credits for me was a noticement. Just, you know, they were they were a plenty. Your helmet is shinier than mine. What was it? What did she say? Yours. I think that's exactly what she said. Something like that. Um, yeah, so uh, to finish up some noticements, any final ones? Everything... I noticed that the assassins had face tattoos, right? Did, did you catch face tats on them? I did not. Yes. Under the mask? Yeah, I think they have some... Something's going down there. Now, could it be that symbol that the swoop bike gang mm. put down? Possibly, now that I'm thinking about it, because it goes down their face. It's mm-hmm. all um, it, it very well... May, that may be the beginning of the mayor's dominance. Maybe that's it. That's the connection. We did it, everybody. Okay, thank you very much for listening. We figured it out, the secrets the, of, of all the good things. All right. Noticements, uh, Damien. Any any more noticements, Damien, that you, you have? Nada. Not that I could think okay. of. Yep. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, Mike? Uh, I noticed that there's another... 60-ish year old babe in the show with Jennifer Beals. <sighs> Garza Flip. Flash Garza dance Flip. herself. Yeah. Flash no, dance that was... herself. <laughs> yeah, I was really sultry. <laughs> is it is it never mind, I'm not gonna that's <laughs> I had something that was gonna happen in the head. I will say that over text message later, <laughs> uh, because I don't want people to think that i'm a weird person on here even though i'm weird yeah i i definitely feel like she's playing two games there like lord fett like oh lord fett we're happy for your production like get out of here like everybody knows that he's a joke right now yes yeah you know that's kind of the what that's the attitude that i'm getting and obviously the major domo has already delivered you know fett thinks he's in charge and that's funny you know, which is interesting because the other people are giving tributes. You know what I mean? So I'm just super confused by it all. And again, the tonal, the tonal shifts. Are we supposed to take him serious? Are we not supposed to take him serious? How's it all going to play out? I don't know. My final noticement is, of course, the title of the episode. Stranger in a Strange Land is actually a title of a book. It was written in 1961 as a science fiction book. It tells the story of Valentine Michael Smith, a human who comes to Earth in early adulthood after being born on the planet Mars and raised by Martians and explores his interaction with an eventual transformation of Terran culture. So I, you know, that's a very deliberate title. Mm-hmm. Stranger in a Strange Land is, is sort of pop culture and it's iconic when it comes to novels. So I'm trying to figure out why they chose a title with that much weight to an episode that just did not carry its weight at all. So I feel like, and I think I've read, I I read that a long time ago, back when I was an English major, also a a Sean Connery impersonator, just in case you didn't catch that. And, uh, (laughs) and I just remember like having to read it because it was part of a course and I'd have to read it again because I don't really remember much about it, but the first episode of Mandalorian was called The Mandalorian, by the way. I looked it up just to go back to that. It was, the second episode was The Child. Ah. Um, just to, just to, since we're on titles. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much you know about Stranger in a Strange Land. It may have also been a movie at one point, but I guess because he's been gone for so long, 
and the crime world has changed. Like you said earlier, Damien, he's trying to catch his feet or try something new. And he is the stranger in a strange land. It's much different from what he remembers. I almost, uh, I almost kind of feel like there's a little bit of a parallel right now with him and Robert Baratheon. Like, you know, he's, he's, he has the throne, but like people are just, you know, playing and, and trying to save face and just like feeding him stuff that he wants to hear and putting on a show. And they realistically know that he's in over his head and he's not capable oh. of this job. That's a great, great comparison. Game of Thrones. Very nice. Very nice. Mike, you were about to say something. He's not necessarily a strength. Like he was on Tatooine. Like, <laughs> this, I don't know. This isn't like he wasn't in the Sarlacc for 70 years. Like <laughs> well, you're not going to survive being in the Sarlacc <laughs> for that long. So was it like he is? Well, the, so that's a good Tuscan, question. Tuscan Raider culture. And now he's trying to assimilate himself back to crime lore oh. life. All right. So there's, that's a good question. How long has it been? between Sarlacc Pit Escape and present time. That's a that's a five-year span. Right. Yeah. So with that knowledge in my brain, that actually helps ease my worry of the episode because I didn't really consider that it was, it's been five years since the Sarlacc Pit. Mm -hmm. I'm having dreams again. Hmm. I really wish I would have thought about this about an hour ago before we just <laughs> trashed this entire. <laughs> I, I mean, they could have just thrown up a quick, like, little little blurb on the screen, like you know, five years ago, ten years like, oh, later. Yeah. All right. So, and I and I was being serious with my thought here. I didn't say that loud, but the whole five years thing has really thrown me for a loop. He basically blipped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And he's very confused about how things are supposed to work. And it's all changed. Mm -hmm. And he's just got his armor back, right? He just got his armor back all five knows, years later. All he knows is weird throat sounds. That's all <laughs> he knows right now. So, like, he basically, Boba Fett blipped for five years. It's pretty crazy. And now he's back and he's, he's Paul Rudd. He hasn't aged a day. And he's confused. We oh man, okay. Last this time, could set up. Yeah, that so that race, um, Twi'lek. Yeah, yeah. So like last time he saw them, like they were just chained up dancers for Jabba. Yeah, getting fed to the Rancor, and now they're like yeah. high society members, like owning. It's interesting cantinas and stuff. So Isn't I mean, that interesting. It, there is a lot to think about once you take and, that into consideration. And and to, to add on to that, there's a lot of um, Twilight and, and Ryloth in Clone Wars and High Republic. And, and they're very like French royalty. Mm. That's where they sort of derive from. Hera Syndulla mm -hmm. of the Syndulla clan is one of the rebellion heroes in Star Wars Rebels. The ghost, great Lego build, also shows up in Rise of Skywalker. Great, you know, great things there. You know, so so... I think I think it's a great point. You know, this is a com stranger in a strange land. Now sounds a lot more like it's making more sense for me, because it, it is. He is. He hasn't been around for five years. Yeah. How? 
He he's been with the Sand People, what which seems to be like for five years now. And then like just met Din yeah. and Fennec and yeah. still trying to become a person. It's basically this is the this is room with with Brie Larson. Just trapped in a room. Yeah. Yeah. I've never no, you're seen right. the movie, but I think You've never that's seen what it? happened. M- must watch. <laughs> it is it it's it's um that's a tough movie to watch. Not because of bad acting, just mentally. It is tough to watch. Whew. Must watch. Okay. My one sentence summary is not <laughs> it's not going to make the episode sound any better than we just trashing it and then actually just we just redeemed the episode a little bit by <laughs> by actually giving a little bit of analytical thought. Um, you may have noticed that the 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 audio stream slash YouTube video cut. We had a little bit of a 10-minute technical difficulty. I accidentally hit stop. And uh, we had to restart it. And then all of a sudden, the big brain starts working. And now we have other thoughts inside this episode. So apologies. Apologies if this seems a little... (laughs) Our heartfelt apologies. I could understand how you would read that from the correspondence. um, (laughs) But it's not like we don't exactly... We don't love the episode. We don't exactly hate the episode, but I think we like the ep- I think I like the episode more now, <laughs> given the information that has been presented. Um, but I'm going to move on to my one sentence summary, unless anybody else has anything else to add. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I, I thought of this uh, just at the beginning of it, and I feel bad for saying it, but uh, crime lord, <laughs> more like crime board. <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you thank you but i'm not wrong i'm sorry i'm not wrong he's 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 a little boring character right now right now he's a little boring character but he's gonna get there he's gonna gonna remember the old ways soon Mm -hmm. soon enough soon enough all right mike hit us with your best shot biggie smalls could perfectly (laughs) describe this episode it was all a dream (laughs) oh that's not a joke okay no it's good um, yeah, I like that. It was all a dream. I like that. All right, Dane, please be a song. Please. Be a song. All right, Extra here we go. Points, please um, be a song. As the famous band Styx once said, Domomori Gato, Major Domato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. I love the Major Domo. He, he might is, be my favorite character right now. Like, he's just such a jerk, but I like. Uh, I love the way he talks down to you, but it's just like with such vernacular that you're like, okay, yes. like I'll yeah. let you talk to me this way. That's fine. Oh, he Indeed. definitely well act. He will. He's definitely a well actually guy. Well actually, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, in our um, final segment, as we come, we bring this episode to a close. We are going to listen. It's about a six to seven minute listen on the predictions from last episode. Let's see how well we did or poorly we did. And then we'll transition into, we already have thumbs down. Then we'll transition into our predictions for chapter two. And uh, and and if all, if all goes well, this should work out. Let's see if it does. Bob is back we're actually recording uh we're pre-recording this on 12 28 we have mike and damien here and we just talked about 
Book of Boba Fett. You probably already listened to it or watched it over on the YouTube and the the podcast thing platform that we have here. So thank you for that and make sure you share that out. Uh, but we we wanted to mention before breaking down the first episode, which aired on twelve twenty nine. Uh, this probably is coming to you around twelve thirty, twelve thirty one at the time, but the date. We wanted to give you our first episode predictions. And again, we're going off. Well, I'm going off every little information because I haven't really watched any of the trailers. So I'm going to just repeat something that I said in, in the prequel show of I hope to see a a montage of flashy back things that include somehow young Boba Fett, Daniel. What was it? Daniel Lewis. Daniel Day Logan. Daniel Day Lewis, yeah. Daniel Day Logan, that's right. And the reason why I say that, and you may have remembered this story, but (laughs) so he put something on on Instagram that was like, like this, blah, 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 blah. And I put back, like this if you are in the Book of Boba Fett, or something along those lines. I forget the exact thing that I said. And he didn't exactly like it, but he hearted it with like a winky face. So listen, I don't have I don't have to be a forensic investigator to know that I'm completely correct in knowing that Daniel that Lewis likes you. Well, I mean, what's not to like? I'm wearing a cardigan for Christ's sake. You so up for I did. Well, that's because no offense, guys, we are now on YouTube. So you have to be conscious about that's your true, wardrobe. Yeah. Now, so. I, I almost wore the original We Have Spoken shirt. But I didn't <laughs> nice. Kind of get, like, copyright <laughs> we yeah, did. We did. again. immediately taken down. Come to my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> FBI, <laughs> open up. FBI, open up. Okay. So that's my first episode predictions. I think we're going to get, obviously, a little bit of world building. I might, I might, I think you're right. I think there's going to be a lot of mobby things, but are they going to take care of that like power struggle in the first episode? You know, in the end of the first episode is finally him on the throne. Cause like the throne is, is kind of vacant and people know that job is down and people are probably in and out of that facility. Uh, not everybody probably knows that. I, don't, I forget who, Bib, speaking of. Rest Bib in Ford. peace. Bib Fortuna is right here, <laughs> right on the opposite side of uh, Boba Fett, which is pretty interesting. So he's a fatty, right? So they took care of him real fast. And uh, yeah, I would say there's going to be like a power struggle uh, epic montage in episode one. Damien, what do you got? So I, I am a simple man just trying to make my way through these seven <laughs> episodes coming up. Uh, I want to see Dengar show up in episode one. Hang on, I got you. We're gonna we're gonna bring. Always, I, while, <laughs> while you're flipping, I'll just just uh, ad lib here a little bit. But yeah, I mean, out of the out of the bounty hunters from Empire, I always liked him a lot. Um, it would just be a neat little Easter egg to have something like him show up and be like, "Oh, you're still alive! Like, what happened?" Something like that would be kind of cool. Um, obviously, setting up the power struggle, the battle for the throne, if that's such a thing, or you know, we get. Uh, Boba Soprano doing his thing and, and whacking people that want to uh, usurp him. So, yeah, I can officially say your theory will not work because Dengar is not even listed under bounty hunters in this index. Wow, that's an insult. But f- but Forlom is Bosk, Boosh, uh, both Fets, Greedo, IG88, 
Ara Singh, Z- Zam Wessel made it <laughs> over Dengar. That's, a, that's an insult, man. <laughs> have you seen, have you seen, sorry, oh, sidebar, speaking of bounty hunters, have you seen that uh, video of the theory behind um, uh, <laughs> Natalie Portman, a.k.a. Amadala being like the hit on her in the Attack of the Clones? And it's like, Palpatine hired Count Dooku to kill uh, Natalie Portman. I can't think of the names right now. And then it's like, Count Dooku hired Jango Fett, who hired Zam Wessel, who hired a droid, who hired bugs to kill Queen Amidala. <laughs> like, that is a shred. Man, everyone got lazy. Like, what is going on there? So it's like, what? <laughs> Whose job is this? So it said, so instead of just killing Natalie Portman, Django Fett kills him, Wessel, and tries to get away. <laughs> Good Lord. I'll have to find it and share it to you. It's actually quite, quite, quite funny. So, Mike, episode one predictions. Um, so I think this uh this episode will have a lot of standoffs i think uh there will be a lot of uh a boba uh, no, i'm sorry uh jabba's crew are like yo like wtf you you <laughs> jabba's gone but like bib like oh i'm sorry bib's boys like yo <laughs> what the heck guy we're we're gonna extract revenge on you and then there's gonna be a lot of I intend to rule with respect and not fear. I feel like there's going to be a lot of like, like gun slinging, but no actual shooting. And I do think there's going to be a, uh, like a reference as a uh, joke to the Palpatine. Somehow I survived. (laughs) And I think Boba is going to drop that line. Somehow I survived. That would be cool. Or, or somebody is going to come in and say, Somehow you <laughs> somehow so, you came back. <laughs> what a terrible explanation. Anyway, so all right, well, cool. Let's see how it pans out. We're gonna replay this back uh right before we get into it. And uh we'll probably <laughs> what we'll probably end up doing is talking about the episode and then listening back to our predictions and then making fun of ourselves. All right, so we'll keep this nice and short and sweet under seven minutes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed episode one. And for for us, I hope we enjoyed it too. Bob. See you on the other Okay, well. <clears throat> I have to do math here, but I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure I was the only one that was right. Yeesh. Yes, you were. Well, to brag about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to. But uh yeah, no, I mean it's hard to pre- it's definitely hard to predict. I mean, I didn't even predict the storyline, I only predict the beginning. Like that's really all I wanted, so I didn't really know what was going on. But um episode two or chapter two predictions right we're in the second of seven uh stories here right so uh mike did you have anything that you would like to see happen or you think are going to happen it's really hard to predict a an episode off for the future where it's so much of backstory to it like i think you said what there was only like 12 minutes of present time boba fett something along those lines so i i feel like there's going to be more backstory of him and the tuscan raiders Mm. maybe a little more insight to what the mayor who the mayor is what the mayor's doing a little more of that i 
do have a feeling in one of the last last six, like we're halfway through a season, uh, in one of these six episodes, I think that Cad Bane is going to make an appearance. Ooh! <clears throat> I love judging, it, I love it. Judging from uh, Bad Batch, he yeah. and... Fennec have some unfinished business. Interesting. Very, very interesting. And um, I said earlier, yeah. I think Cobb, Cobb is going to show up at some point. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. So just back to your episode um, 12 minutes and stuff like that. Percentage-wise, 38% of the episode was present. No and way 62 no. was past story. So, and that's kind of where my uneven pacing idea came from because it literally the math doesn't lie. Right. It was uneven. All right. So, good, good predictions, Mike. Thank you. Dames. Uh, Dengar is going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to shoot your shot, right? I'm on, I'm on the Dengar train right now. I'm, I'm in the cockpit there. Um, no, I think Major Domo is going to get eaten by a Rancor. Ooh. Okay, so Major Domo is going to be our first character killed off in this show. Is that kind of what you're saying there? I think so. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's tough to Apologies. predict. Apologies. Tough to predict like chapter two stuff only. Yeah. If I have to go chapter two stuff only, uh, I think we're going to see Boba, Boba uh, slowly start to break bad again mm. and kind of get those wheels in motion because that's he can't be as pleasant as he is right now and expect to like rule with respect. Like he's going to go back to his roots, come to his senses. And I think we're going to see him break bad, but he's also the hero of the story. So it's kind of a fine line. They have to walk there. Yeah. I mean, people do want to see him just completely, you know, mow down people, but at the same time, like he's still the hero. So there has to be some kind of like purpose for it. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good points there. Um, again, plot points hard to conceive. I, I think just due to the shortness of the season, I think we're getting right into ma- mayoral elections and uh, action next episode for sure. Um, where they go in Sand People territory, will he be in Mandoverse costume by next episode? How will he get his gaffy stick? Will he have to battle? that person or the the person underneath the hood you know they really look like the knights of ren to me i can't get them out of my head i think they literally are the better knight the better version of the knights of ren right now there's there's tuscan raiders in the cool costumes um and then i saw this on twitter i will not give the person credit because i don't feel like it but the potential of hondo onaka coming live action to this show is high based on galaxy's edge he is live action robotic in in there i think there's a good shot that we do get a hondo sighting he is a fan favorite a fan favorite johnny depp's pirates of the caribbean meets star wars character sneaky slimy but very likable is he the mayor Mm. That would be curious, wouldn't it be? Because I know Hondo and Boba worked together a little bit back when they were youngins. So that would be a cool thing. Will it happen in Chapter 2? I don't know, but I think we'll definitely have... uh, We'll just have to wait for that. 
in the new year, friends. Woo! In the new year. So, any other final words? No hard feelings, mate. No hard feelings. Yes, no hard feelings. I I do have one one more. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I got one more sounder. I didn't get to play, so I did the cut the bonds. Fett gets ready. Uh, Need something. And this one I didn't get to play. Oh, wait. Start over. Just kidding. So that's like, get me to the back to pod. Like, what's going on with him? Like, why why does he need that back to pod? I, Five years yep. later, right? So again, that just brings up that conversation of what the heck happened to this dude. I mean, he looks great five years later, obviously. I mean, skin's all healed up. He's got a nice tan going on. You know, he's been in the Tatooine Suns for a little bit. Also, uh, what did they, did the Tusken Raiders have back to pods or was... I don't know. They have to have some sort of healing. Like he seemed something. pretty kind of spry in in Mando. Oh yeah, yeah. he needed like some Mando. like bad. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So maybe that will get revealed. You know, uh, he he looks pretty beat up. Yes. Um, maybe need some of that carrot juice. Do we get a, a, a Caminoian scientist? Do we? Get Does he Rekka? go back to Camino? Is it Omega? Omega. <laughs> Okay. Um <laughs> Hunter. You really need to finish Bad Batch. Okay. <laughs> Let's do some shout outs. Shout out to the Red Five Network for always promoting and being the best network of Star Wars and more podcasts out there. Uh Dames, why don't you promote your shindig for all the peoples to see in here? Uh, yeah, so me and my cover band, uh, no, um, so yeah, I, I'm doing a little bit of the YouTubes as well, just like the show is on YouTube now, which is awesome, you should watch our beautiful faces, but, um, yeah, I've just been doing some normal old breakdowns and stuff that just, uh, helps me annoy my family and friends less, because I could just talk about it by myself and then put it on the internet for random people to listen to, so, um, follow me if you will, or subscribe, as the kids say, uh, um, Casa de Dupree. At C A S A D E D U P R E E, no spaces. Love it, thank you, and make sure you do go follow uh, follow him. I hate the subscribe button on YouTube. I think it is a bad naming. It is. It's like subscribe means I'm paying for it. Yep. And I don't like that word. It is right under unmolested. Okay, Mike, <laughs> you would like to would you like to shout yourself out on socials or you don't care? Um, my OnlyFans, Mon Solo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am just Move. kidding. I do not have an OnlyFans account. Nope. We're gonna we're gonna allow that to permeate for a little bit, and I hope people search for you. And then I think you have a business opportunity to create an only fans account for the show of course i mean you have for, two for houses, science so you know plenty plenty of scenery <laughs> for science yeah i'll break down an episode while doing a helicopter 
Did I go too far? I'm sorry. No, it's actually perfect. You're hovering. You're hovering right around the edge there, and that's uh, wonderful. Well, as you know, we're uh, me uh, is extra techie on the main channel, tech and gaming. Another Star Wars point of view. That's the Star Wars stuff, ranging from taking pictures of all sorts of things, videos, breakdowns, unboxings to uh, extra Lego, which is a focus in on all the Lego stuff. And coming soon, since your boy passed his airman knowledge test, we're going to be debuting extra drones, which will be a new adventure uh, strictly specific to drone videography and photography and uh, aerial shots there. So that's going to be pretty exciting coming down the pipe. So look for that in the new year. Uh, I applied for that certificate. I'll get a little little license in the mail that says that I'm officially a pilot. So I'm not such a bad pilot myself. This has been Bob of the We Have Spoken group, Mike Damien. As always, it's a pleasure. Now let's get the hell out of here, get some sleep, because I got some editing to do. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for watching.